Hannah McCook has lived in Edinburgh for eight years, having left Ulster for student life here. Two years ago, she decided to move down to Portobello, where she's lived with her cat Spook ever since. Her poetry is approachable and engaging and reflects the diversity of life. I like to find normal people and normal events and find the beauty and the majesty and the really special thing about them and bring that to everything. So, like, this collection is mortal magic. So the inspiration behind that is the magic of normal people and normal events, working-class people, older people. Older people, that includes a certain swimmer. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, So that was the inspiration behind Morag. It was actually a real event, was I was seeing this woman who I don't know, and her name probably isn't Morag, Perhaps your listeners might know who that is, but an older woman who I see swimming in the ocean in the winter at about 6am. I was really impressed and moved by that and it got me to thinking about women and their strength and their resilience. And one of the things I talk about in Morag is the idea of generations of women, so mothers and daughters and grandparents being opposite sides of the same wave. Uh, So this is Morag, Portobello Beach. Daybreak is a kind of knell, turns the handle onto the strand, leaves her dressing gown on the wave breaker. The body is cured, brined, by the Firth of Forth. 87 is a grand edge. She wonders if she will rot or not. Across, friendly Fife is turning off its streetlights. Her folks were Strinrar stock, opposite coast. Bracing the inlet, Christ, it's cold. Her mother's back is pressed against her. When she holds her, she's always on the other side, that underside of the beating wave. Soon, she too will be froth. Not today. Today, she swims. There is no other way to go. No point mentioning it when she calls her daughter. She too feels the press of her mother's back against hers. There is no other way to go, only onwards and onwards and into froth. However, some of her work has a distinctly dark side. Coming from Northern Ireland, she's conscious of how different it is when she goes back to see her family, how potentially dangerous. There's a poem she calls Civilians, which includes a metaphor unfamiliar to residents on this side of the Irish Sea. Civilians is the most recent piece that's in it. It's inspired by something that my mum used to say to me when I was a child, which was, don't fly with the crows and you won't get shot. This was the early 90s in Northern Ireland, and it was an expression of not associating with people who could get you into trouble. My ma tells me, don't fly with the crows and you won't get shot. I listen. I stay indoors. When it's quiet, I can hear their cawing on the street, the frog legs rattling in their stomachs. I wonder how it feels to have hollow bones. Mine feel heavy. I wonder how it feels to drain oil black into the night. The poem goes on to reflect on my experience of seeing BBC News showing the coverage of Lyra McKee's murder quite recently, and I was reflecting on that she wasn't flying with the crows, that she was a bystander, as far as my mother's phrase 
would lead you, did nothing to invite that on herself. It made me think on the idea of these crows and the people that are still in Northern Ireland and which can be affected very much by what's going on politically over here and the idea of these crows resurfacing. So Civilians is actually in four parts and in the final section we see a break into fantasy and this idea of crows in human clothing. It's quite a scary, it's quite a gothic poem. Um, but we are living in scary times. Yes, we are indeed, yeah. And she's not afraid of expressing her own fears about what the future may hold. There's uh, an expectation that things have calmed down and that nothing could erupt again, but we see how quickly the tide can turn. And the point of civilians is really that these people are still here and they are walking among us back home. Um, it could be your dad, could be your uncle, could be your friend's dad. All these people are still there and whatever happens in terms of the politics here will affect what happens in Northern Ireland and whether or not the peace, the relative peace that we had when I was growing up maintains for other people's children going forward. And it is very unstable. I think it's much more unstable than it's necessarily shown to be over here. However, there are much lighter, happier poems as well, including one about her cat. Queen of Portobello explores the idea of me having moved here and find a place that is a permanent home and being able to give a permanent home to my little elderly cat and the joy and peacefulness that Portobello gives me in the idea of being able to give her a good life and give her outside space. I moved to Edinburgh with one suitcase full of short skirts and no winter coat. Now I move sofas and dressers, bag after bag of warm clothes. Last to come is the cat, out of the city for the first time. There is a garden here, windows which open, coconuts stuffed with bird seeds swing from the washing lines. No more the breeder's pen, the basement of a hotel, one room in a student flat. No more passed round this friend or that every time the landlord calls. At sunset, the pink light stratifies, swooping chip fat gulls glow rose. She watches smokers outside the foresters and St. Clair's tattoo. Bus after bus of day trippers, sandy dogs in the back of cars. She never tries to cross the street, only chews the neighbour's plants, mews from one end of the balcony to the other. She can't see the sea from here, but she listens to it. It is enough to hear the salt cat purr. She is safe. She is satisfied. She is perhaps a little nervous about the book launch on Tuesday, but excited as well. I am very much. It's a, a new thing for me. So I've been performing mostly over the last year or two in Edinburgh quite regularly. I've been submitting in various different journals, but this is my first time running an event, which is going to be mostly my poetry. I am having support from a fabulous poet who's Stella Hervey Burrell. She will also be performing at my event. The book launch with entertainment and refreshments will take place on Tuesday evening at Portobello Library. At the time of recording, tickets are still available.